Welcome to episode 30 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Willing Dill Wes. Wesley's fact checking for me right uh, now. <laughs> and yeah, we, we always forget what episode, and you are always right. It All is right. episode 30. I need to stop second guessing myself. <laughs> well, uh, so today we just got back from making some money. Yeah, we did a little job, and we ended up with some some sort of merchandise. Yeah. We don't know what we really got. We got boxes and bags. I know we got a bunch of vintage linen, Yeah, which we'll have to find a good market to sell that in. Right. Maybe Taylor. Maybe here at the barn. Who knows? Yeah, it, it'll probably end up in the barn sale. Yeah. Wesley's prepping for round top week. Yeah, round top is coming. Uh, I start on Friday. I've actually had people out there last weekend... I'll have peep guys out there tomorrow, the next day, yeah. all doing jobs for uh, vendors moving in early. I actually start, well, kind of started today. I helped a dealer out right. who's not an actual vendor at our venue anymore. Right. Uh, but he's still a good buddy. He hooked us up with a little job. He pays well. And he gave. He always gives me stuff. Right. So we ended up with some stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's going to end up being real busy next week's episode you'll see me tired again wearing my red <laughs> shirt uh but what was cool about today yeah we made some good money we got some free inventory and also <clears throat> there i go into the microphone <laughs> we just had this conversation before <clears throat> making sounds into the microphone <laughs> yeah i noticed that last week when i re-listened <laughs> to the show but um we also he's got a big barn behind his house and he's like y'all go check it out in there we had to move a pie safe out of there anyway and uh, he's like, y'all go look in there. I'm going to have a dumpster come next week. And he's got nice stuff in there. Right. But he's trying to clean it out, so he's going to toss a lot of stuff. So after Round Top's over, me and Colton are going to go back, help him clean out the garage. And he pretty much said, anything that I'm getting rid of, y'all can take if you want. So or it's going in the dumpster. We're going to end up with even more inventory. <laughs> yeah. So it never stops. Never stops, <clears throat> which is fine with me. Always, always more opportunities. That's right. So this weekend, I uh, did part of the original, the the normal route. I modified it a little bit. Uh, started out in LaGrange. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. I started, started out, out here. here. So, okay. So it, it was a whole weekend that was different. First, I wake up to, uh, we had been talking to Louis the Lone Star Picker all week, and he was, after he saw our video of mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. the LaGrange thrift store, he was like, I got to come out there. Uh, so... He texts me at like seven o'clock in the morning. Was like, "Hey, you coming out?" All right. Texted him back, and I said, "Yeah, but my plans are a little different than usual, so I'll be there, but I'll be late because garage sale season is kind of starting. So mm-hmm. there's a few popping up, and there was one here in town. So I figured I better stop by there and check it out before I head to Lagrange. So I got there late. Uh, still got bag full like usual. Yeah. Talked to Louie for a little bit, and then I actually headed to Brenham afterwards. Normally, we go Smithville, Bastrop, mm-hmm. but things haven't been great the past couple of weeks, so I thought I'd change it up. Yeah. Which, what was going on in Burnham? Anything? No, they just, they have a few, they probably have like four or five thrift stores in Burnham. Okay. And they're always decent. One of them, if you know anybody looking for furniture, it is like insane. Okay. It's like a furniture store there. <laughs> but it's all thrift. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, I guess thrift. Couches are like a hundred bucks instead of a thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. And they're nice stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's nice stuff. Cool. They they have a huge electronic section too, uh, with games and stuff. But it's it's kind of high priced. So mm-hmm. unless you find like 
something they don't know about, like NCAA or something. It's yeah, usually not worth buying. You'd be buying for yourself, not right. for resale. Right. Yeah. So went there and it was fine. It wasn't fantastic, but I still got I got something at every store still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you got to change it up too. Yeah. You know, just change the scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh. So did that, and then I think that's I think that's it. I hit. So they have a store there called Higgins. There's two of those. Then there's a Goodwill. Then there's a place called New Beginnings. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it worked out okay, though. Yeah, I still hit the... I actually hit more stores going that way because there's so many in Brenham, which is strange. Brenham's not, like, huge. It's bigger than oh, Smithfield. Man, second week in a row I hit the table. <laughs> bigger than Smithfield, bigger than LaGrange. Right. You know, there's right. a college there. Yeah. So... It was it was it was fun. I always enjoy going to a th- thrift store just because it is so huge. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't buy anything, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Well, that's cool. I did not get to go. Yeah, uh, with Colton this weekend because it was my my shift was that day on Friday, and if y'all listened to last week, I, y'all heard that I had to push Colton back on the editing of the podcast because <laughs> I got stuck on overtime. That overtime ended up being a I. Helped a buddy out. He needed to take off, so somebody had to cover his mandatory overtime. Right. Normally, drivers don't get hit, mm-hmm. so I picked it up. Of course, I got hit on his, and then I was on mandatory the next shift. So you went on Friday. I was on my normal shift. Saturday rolls around. I get the phone call. You're mm-hmm. stuck on mandatory overtime again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, again. But I didn't get stuck the whole 48 hours. I was only there. I did my normal 24 and then worked to eight and a half hour. Which wasn't too bad, but it did take away my ability to source Saturday morning right. garage selling on the way home. But no big deal. Didn't do a lot of sourcing this week, <clears throat> but I, there is an online auction that I'm very invested in. Yeah. And it's like a three-part deal, and it's a lot of sports memorabilia, sports <laughs> cards, things like that. So I'm pretty excited about that. The prices right now are good good ranges. <laughs> we'll see how it ends up, you know? Yeah. You never know. Uh and other than that, like I said, just not a lot of sourcing, but I did have an interesting thing happen to me. Uh, for people who listen, you you heard me talk about this. is right before Christmas. I went to a Goodwill, and there was a, Schw- a Schwinn tricycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was awesome, man. And I really wanted to get it for Angus. And when I went back, the dude just like snagged it right as I was turning the corner. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay. So I've kind of had my eye out for one, you right. know. And I'm, I don't want to pay full price. Mm-hmm. I think they have a tractor supply for like 100, 120 bucks, something yeah. like that. It's like, nah, I'm not paying full price. I don't do that. <laughs> so uh, there was an online auction uh, run by the same company that's doing the other ones that I'm really excited about. And I ended up buying a, I go pick it up Wednesday, but it's like a big painting uh-huh. and it's on velvet. It's from the 70s, and it's the tiger. It's like a jungle scene. Okay. I mean, not going in my house. Right. But it's somebody's getting... I think it'll be a nice showpiece to put out in front of our booth when we do markets. Okay. Cool. Uh, I pay like seven bucks for it. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So, But they had one of these Schwinn tricycles right. in the auction, and I had bid on it. I had bid 15 bucks on it. I was mm. like, I'm willing to pay 15. I'm willing to pay up to 20, right? right. So... <laughs> I get busy messing around the house, doing some stuff around the house. I come back in. We're about to start cooking dinner. And I'm like, ah, I forgot about the auction. I need to pull it up. I've done this so many times with these online auctions. (laughs) It's like eBay alerts you. Like, oh, you got 15 minutes left Mm -hmm. before this item ends, whatever. 
these other online auctions, they don't do that, you know? So if I get busy, I completely forget, you know? I come back in, I check it. It says price has been realized. I'm like, I missed it. It went for $16. I had bid 15. Like, I missed out on this bicycle (laughs) again. $1. Again, you know, the second time I missed out on it. So I said, I've had enough of this. I'm getting on Marketplace. I'm going to find one. Right. Right. So I get on Marketplace and I start searching and I'm going. And then I find one for 25 bucks in Austin. And it's not in perfect shape. You know, it's got a little rust here and there. Not a big deal. Right. Angus don't care if it's got rust on it as long uh, as it rides, yeah. you know. So I find one is 25 bucks, and I click it. And on Marketplace, it'll show you who's selling it, right? Yeah. And it said Daniel Mendoza. And I was like, I know a Daniel Mendoza. I don't know where he lives, but I used to work with him at the fire department. He, he went from Cedar Park to Austin. Mm-hmm. And... uh it's been years since I've seen him, and I wasn't like we weren't good buddies or anything, right. but we worked together. So I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, uh, is the bike still for sale?" This is Wes Rankin, and he messaged me, "Hey, buddy, how's it going? Long time. Hope you're doing well." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, you know, whatever." And uh, he said, "Yeah, I still got the bike, <clears throat> and uh, I live in Austin. We're moving Wednesday to New Braunfels. Uh, you can have it." for free there you go and i was like nah i can't do that right i'm gonna send my buddy moff he lives in south austin over to pick it up i'll have him bring you some cash and i'll pay him back no 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 it's yours you take it i hope your son enjoys <laughs> it like, this is amazing so worked it actually out. worked out really well i would have paid 20 for the first one missed uh-huh. out would have paid 16 for, or probably 17 for the second one right. missed out Ended up with a free one. I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> nah. You just can't so, beat that. Shout out Daniel Mendoza. I know you probably don't listen, but thank you anyway. <laughs> that, I mean, that's circumstances working out perfectly. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Facebook Marketplace, I'm trying something new. Okay. So uh, doing this, I'm sure you do the same. We watch videos of people reselling to mm-hmm. try and get like tips and tricks and stuff. I had one pop up the other day. It was about Facebook Marketplace. You can now ship on Facebook Marketplace. Correct. And they made this video, and they're like, I've been an eBay seller for years, and I just tried Facebook Marketplace, and it is insane. Okay. But their point was there's something like 200 million active users on eBay. Mm-hmm. There's 2.8 billion active users on Facebook. Okay. I mean... It makes so, sense. I can see where you're going. Right. That makes sense. They they did a test where they had an item that was identical. They mm-hmm. listed each one on each platform, eBay versus Facebook Marketplace. And the one on Facebook Marketplace sold within an hour, and the one on eBay had not sold at the time they posted the video. So I thought, okay, eBay's been kind of slow lately. I'll give this a shot. I, uh, I don't want to spoil my finds of the week later, but I, I came into some stuff that was identical, and I had quite a bit of it. Uh so I did the same thing. Within an hour, sold one on Facebook Marketplace. Still haven't sold any on eBay. Really? And this so has been it... like three days now. Wow. So this week, I'm going to start posting more and more on there and see see how it goes. Best part, 5% fees. Okay. So I didn't realize they charged fees. Only on the shipping stuff. Like if yeah. you do local pickup, there's no fees. Okay. But I mean, still, that's uh, you're paying roughly 12 13%. Right on ebay so you i mean if it's selling that the sell-through rates that much quicker yeah i mean i wouldn't post obviously everything right on there but it does sound intriguing uh, certain items you know 
it's a little so like listing is easier it's mm-hmm. quicker there's not as many like all the item specifics you right, have to do on right. ebay uh but as far as like keeping track of stuff it's a lot harder because it's mixed in to your like personal facebook messages and stuff right yeah and then um shipping they don't have their own calculator tool you can either select it's kind of like mercari where you select like five dollars or six dollars versus the exact amount that you calculate it for Mm -hmm. um so that's a little bit more difficult and then there was something else too that i i didn't like about it well i feel like the messages part of it would kind of get annoying the the good thing about shipping stuff if you do shipping only Mm -hmm. people don't message you saying they're interested they just just buy buy it okay I mean, it's worth a try for yeah. sure. We'll see. I mean, I listed three things on there and refreshed the page, and they already had like 10 views a piece. And on eBay, listed three things, refreshed it, and had zero views within like an hour. Hmm. What kind of item? Well, it, it might spoil something. We'll talk huh? Okay, it. we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, where are you shipping them to? Connecticut. Okay, so not even anywhere around here. No. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to take over the game, huh? They are. They are. <laughs> and I like I love eBay. I, I love how I mean it's obviously a lot more professional as far as like keeping track sure. of sales and if when you have to do taxes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the listing process on Facebook is a lot easier. Yeah. I wonder too, like so on eBay, you know, it's real easy for somebody to like, okay, I want to buy uh, a Galaxy S nine. Right. Right. So on eBay, you go look at them. There's a thousand, probably millions of listings yeah. of that exact item, and they're going to be similarly priced. Mm-hmm. On Marketplace, I feel like, especially if you have something interesting, that you could price it maybe a little bit higher because they don't see the comps on those right. items. Well, that's the thing. When I was listing what I was listing, I uh, tried to comp it on Facebook <clears throat> to just kind of see what it was going yeah. for, and I couldn't really find anything similar, and you can't look at sold listings. Right. So I ended up comping it on eBay. Mm-hmm. The good thing about it is you can be a little bit more competitive. So like like the thing I listed, I listed for 20 on eBay, but I listed for 17 on Facebook, and I'll still make more money on Facebook because right. of the fees. Yeah. Man, all right. That's a good we'll tip, see. man. That's we'll a good see. tip. And yeah. I may explore that as well because I only usually use Marketplace for a local pickup right. type thing. And, I mean, it works well for that. You're selling bigger items I don't want to ship. Mm-hmm. You know, Marketplace is always where I go. Oh, I remember the thing I don't like about it. <laughs> it takes five days to get your money. Okay, so it's After not... your item gets delivered. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what their policies are on, like, returns and things. That's also a confusing thing because I read, I was reading, like, the terms and everything. And in it, it said, you set your return policy. Your own? That's what it seemed like. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then it was, and then I read another thing that it's like 30 days. And then when I went to list something, there was no option to have returns. Okay. When I finished the listing, it said no returns, and there was no option to turn on or off returns. Hmm. So I have no idea. Yeah. That, that makes me worry more as a buyer, though, than a right. seller, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, I've never bought anything on on Marketplace mm-hmm. that I've had shipped. Right. Anything I bought on there is I go get it. Yeah. You know. Uh, and also, what that makes me not like about it more is, and it's already this way, but Marketplace used to be what Craigslist once was way back right. in the day, where you right. could get on Craigslist way back in the day, and you could find a lot of cool stuff really cheap. Right. At some point, Craigslist got flooded with ads and 
you know, you're looking for a vehicle, you're no longer buying from a person. Right. You're buying from dealerships on there. Well, you know, it's filled with that. Now marketplace is getting that way. Mm-hmm. It's all resellers. It's all, it's not like a garage sale anymore. Right. You know? My, so as a seller, I'm mm-hmm. excited. Sure. As a buyer, I hate it. Yeah. Especially like around here, like they have a garage sale section on there mm-hmm. and you go to it and it's all stuff that's being shipped from California or something. Right. You yeah. can't find anything local. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they should have a separate app for online sales and stuff. Yeah, like one for local, one for... <clears throat> or at least it's a way you can... I mean, you can... There's a filter on it where you can do local pickup only, but a lot of people who put garage sale listings don't know what that... I mean, it's not local pickup. It's a garage sale, so... Yeah. I find that there's a lot of stuff if you search instead of go through their categories that doesn't show up. Yeah, and I think it's more, too, it's on the person who posted it to monitor that like ebay monitors the whole thing right you know so a lot of it's taken care of by ebay but like uh, if you look up on marketplace right now garage sales gettings you're gonna get listings from six weeks ago right and that i don't like that either yeah. you know yeah. it's frustrating because you're like oh okay click and then you have to scroll all the way to the bottom not you don't even want to look at the stuff that's they got because right. you want to figure out if it's even the week that you're going to be there mm-hmm. you know so that's kind of frustrating when i think that's why their fees are so low because when they describe what the fees are for they i mean i'm sure they're making some money off of it mm-hmm. but facebook's main goal is to get traffic onto facebook not for, to necessarily make money off of the marketplace right they're getting paid for ads and right whatnot selling your information <laughs> well that maybe too well they can have mine i ain't got none. yeah uh <laughs> but i think that's why the fees are so cheap because they're not paying somebody to monitor anything yeah. the fees are just for payment processing and hosting the website hmm. so yeah. it's a give and take like if as a seller like i said i, I think it's going to be great but as mm-hmm. a buyer i hate it yeah and as a seller i think we're gonna have to really try it more just to find out if it's you know i mean right. I figured, like what you're saying, the fees are better. You're selling them quicker, you know, and that may be for certain items or whatever. But the problems that could come later, right down the road, like I don't like this item, whatever. And yeah. on eBay, they take care of that. Mm-hmm. On marketplace, you're kind of taking care of it yourself, right? So I'm just curious how that's going to play out. Yeah, it, the seller and buyer protections were pretty vague. Yeah, and see too what you know, like. If you were to sell something on Facebook, right, and they weren't happy with it, and you're like, I'm sorry, like you bought it, right. you got it, whatever, all I got to do is click on you. They know exactly where you live. They know everything. I got it all private. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, I made sure I, I like logged out of my <clears throat> Facebook and looked at it, not logged into Facebook yeah. to see, because that was my biggest concern, like yeah, selling like, on Facebook and then anybody can see anything I post. Yeah. I locked it down. Okay, so there's a way to do all that. Yes, that's, that's good because you know the, you've had mad buyers on eBay, right? And I mean, a lot of times we handle that. You're just like, I'm sorry, here's a refund. Send me my item back, whatever. You know, yeah. And it's all good. But on market or yeah, on marketplace, if if they're able to find you, <laughs> I mean, people are just crazy sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that would worry me a little bit. But I don't know. If there's a way to fix that, then. It, and then it can yeah, work, I guess. we'll see. I've only sold one item so far, and I, I mean, I haven't even. I, it's packed up, sitting on the desk. It hasn't even shipped yet. So. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm definitely gonna try it. Yeah, my my only thing is the how long it takes to get your money. Yeah, that's five days, man. 
But I mean, if you think about like, as e- long as you know you're gonna get it, I guess. Right, and if you think about eBay, like tech, they say you're getting your money the next day, but you don't get the money until the payment processes, which is usually the day after you mm-hmm. sell the product, and then it takes a day for them to send it to your bank, and then mm-hmm. it takes usually a day or two for your bank to process it. So it's usually like four days before, because yeah. I was. Uh, keeping track of my payouts on eBay and it's averages about four days before I get the money. Right. But what also is a problem too is you're not getting paid until that item arrives and then, and then the five days. Yeah. So I don't know. Like is it I know there's tracking on it, but is Facebook using that tracking? I'm assuming so. I would hope so. <laughs> you know, because eBay, they can say, hey, I never got this item. But if tracking shows that they got that item, right. eBay's going to side with you. Yeah. I mean, you you upload it to Facebook, but I don't know if they keep track of it or if it's like Macari where the buyer says they got it. Right. We'll I don't see. know. Yeah. It's all a, it's all a learning yeah. process. So see how it goes. Yep. We'll keep <laughs> you updated. It's It should be an interesting journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything you want to talk about? I do have a couple things. Okay. Uh, I w- if the podcast was a little later, it would be Cha-Ching City for me <laughs> because all my lots, my Sports Illustrated lots that I talked about last week, those are all in today and they're doing amazing. So they'll definitely be on sales of the week next week. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just going to look real quick to see how many lots I have. Keep in mind, to- Wesley paid $25 for all of these magazines and what he's about to read off isn't even all of them. No, this isn't even all of them. But I have a lot from 1954 to 1960. It's it's probably about 20 magazines there. It's got six bids, $34 at the moment. And everything's about four hours away from ending. And there's a, another lot of 15 up to 25. There's a lot of from 1962 up to 55, a 63 up to 32. Another one up to 31, another one at 34, another one at 37. There's one 1967 lot that's at $81 at, at the moment. Another one at 39, another one at 58. <laughs> so in total, it looks like my $25 investment after the single ones that I sold, and there's still single ones left right. to, be, to be sold, plus all these lots, it's looking, it's over 500 already yeah. with the bids, and the bids are going to go up in, in my opinion. We'll see, <laughs> uh, but it could be anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars off that twenty-five dollar investment. So perfect, pretty excited about that. I wish it could have happened during the podcast, <laughs> yeah. but you know. Uh, oh, and there's one other thing I want to talk about. Okay, my new investments. Oh yeah, okay. He teased me about this earlier, and he wouldn't tell me about. I it, wouldn't so. tell him because I wanted to save it for the podcast. So, uh, you know the like the electric car game and all that, right? That's inevitable, right? It's mm-hmm. the future. It's coming. It's gonna happen. Big oil is probably gonna fight it right. tooth and nail until they can't anymore. Yeah. You know, but it is. It's already happening. You see Teslas all around. You right. see all this. Um, so uh, I'm gonna do my best, Zach De La Roche. All right. Without cursing. <laughs> <laughs> see how this yeah. goes. I don't even know if I'm gonna get the lyrics right, but he says the G ride. I want the machines that are making them. <sighs> You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want the electric car. <laughs> I want the thing that makes it move, right? That's what I'm talking so about. So I am investing in lithium mining. That, okay. We got to talk. Okay. <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out for forever. Okay. And it seems that you figured it out. So let's get into this. Okay. What is it? <laughs> lithium is in the earth. Right. right in the right. ground. 
there's plenty of it mm-hmm. to to supply the lithium batteries. Right. Probably, I don't know about forever, but for a long, long time. Right. Lithium batteries don't run without lithium. Right. <laughs> you have to mine the lithium. Right. So I don't know exactly where I got all this information. I know I was reading online uh, and it was like, this makes complete sense to me to invest in this because right. if I invest in Tesla, I'm only investing in Tesla. Right. Right. Now they do other things other than cars and stuff, which cool. And I know Tesla's probably going to make a ton of money at some point. You know, it's but already. Their stocks are already so high. They're already high. Well, I don't know why, but apparently there's not a ton of lithium mining happening at the moment. Okay. Stocks are down. Okay. But for all that to come to fruition, they're going to have to mine. Right. And, you know, you buy low, sell high, right? So uh, stocks are pretty affordable at the moment. There's lots of different companies. Uh, I couldn't even name them all off right now. I know you can go to Robinhood right now and type in LIT. And you're gonna pull up a bunch of them. Okay, that's the ones that I purchased. Where I just did that. Right. Found a couple that sounded legitimate, and you know it gives you like the buying thing. Right. Hundred percent buy, eighty percent buy. Yeah. A lot of them are buy, buy, buy. Okay. You know, and hold. Some of them right. are hold, but none of them are sell. Right. Uh, which you know, I don't always follow that. But yeah. Yeah. It does kind of make you. It gives you a little peace of mind, like oh, okay, maybe it is a good investment. Right. You know, but uh. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. I feel like it's inevitably going to be a good uh, investment. Right. Because so well, what, are, what are stock prices right now about? It depends. So one of them I bought was Piedmont Lithium, and I think that one was out of Australia, something okay. like that. And it, I could be wrong. I bought two different companies. One of them was around 15 16 bucks 16 a share. Uh-huh. The other one was around 80 bucks a share. Okay. So it, it, affordable, yeah. you know. And I'm sure there's some that are lower than that even. Right. And there were some that was three fifty a share, four hundred a share. As you know, I want multiple shares, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not jumping in on those, which I think either way, it's all a percentage game anyway. Right. But yeah. Cool. But yeah. No, I've been thinking about that for forever because I, I had the same thought like Tesla would be a good idea, but stocks are already so high and they're not gonna be the only company making electric vehicles. Nah, Ford's making the Mustang now like that. Right. And I mean I think the cool thing about this is no matter who makes the product, they all need right. this. They yeah. all need lithium. So Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to discuss this more after. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you what I got afterwards. All right. Yeah. Deal. Deal. <clears throat> Bitcoin took a dive this week. Yeah, it's okay. It'll be back. It'll be back. I mean, it's already back. <laughs> yeah. But it's up and down. I had actually planned on s- selling off to invest in something along the lines of lithium. Boom. There you so. go. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. All right. Well, you got anything else? Nah, let's just move on to okay. buys and sales. Which button is it? Here we go. Let's get into the... It's the buys, buys, It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So, uh, what I was talking about, putting on Facebook Marketplace... Mm-hmm. Uh, in LaGrange this weekend, somebody had donated their entire Levi's shorts collection from the 90s. So there were multiple orange tabs and then a bunch just like this that were just regular Levi's shorts, but vintage. Yeah. Uh, so they were all $1.50 a piece. I think I got five or six pairs and all worth at least 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so I listed two pairs on Facebook, two pairs on eBay. One of them has already sold on Facebook. None have sold on eBay. 
There's also a really cool pair of guest jean shorts that are pretty sick. Some throwbacks, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see how they do. The ones on, Facebook, or on eBay have gotten no interest. They all have the dip can ring. Yeah, in the so back. I was going to say something about the dip can. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's how you know it's a Texas boy. Yeah. Got these yeah, shorts. Absolutely. <laughs> but that that is something I want to talk about, shorts. Uh, be on the lookout for shorts because <clears throat> I know seasons changing. It, it is, and it's it's the same with me with shorts as it is with jeans. Right. Like I never want to go through them. Yeah. I, if I have time, I do, and I'll go through jeans before I go through shorts for some reason. Right. No, I, I'm the same way. I don't know what it is about them that just doesn't. Well, in my mind, big ease. I know it's always there. Yeah. And I don't think they ever made any shorts in that era. Um, probably so not. I always go through the jeans first just for that fact. Yeah. And the funny thing is that the reason I don't know why I don't go through shorts because one of my biggest finds ever was shorts. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I found some really cool shorts. I just sold a pair of uh, Clippers, Los Angeles Clippers shorts the uh-huh. other day. I paid five bucks for and sold them for 40. You Maybe know? it's, do you wear shorts? In the summer, yeah. Yeah. But I don't wear, I like just, Dickies, right? Walmart shorts. That's all I wear. You know? I see. I rarely re- wear shorts even in the summer. So maybe I'm just not thinking about it because I yeah. don't ever think about shorts in general. I mean, last year I sold a ton of board shorts that Mop brought me. He'd, yeah. You know, getting them real cheap and we're selling them 25, 30 right. bucks. Yeah. So it, you can make money doing it. It just, <laughs> it's one of those things. I guess it's just not as interesting to me. Well, you're never going to find like a cool print on shorts usually. You will but not as often as like a t-shirt or something. Right, yeah. And I think that's why I like the shirts because I can flip to them like, that is an awesome shirt, you right. know? But right. that to me, those are not awesome jean shorts to me because <laughs> they look like every other jean, jean shorts. shorts. But yeah. it's money. Yeah, it's money. So. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, next up. Hang on. These are a pair of Levi's shorts <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> yes, they are. All right, next up. This is an Onkyo uh, receiver that I got for 20 bucks at the Goodwill in Brenham. <clears throat> Tested it. Everything worked perfectly. Uh, listed it for 60 Okay. Which is kind of low for a receiver. Yeah. Usually they're more expensive than that. But at Onkyo, it, it's a decent brand, but yeah. I think this is just a fairly old one. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not, the, I mean, like, it's not Sony or right. anything like that. But it, like you said, it's a decent brand. So. so we'll see how it goes. I yeah. mean, I pay twenty, I'll make forty bucks. Yeah, you'll make so some money. I'm happy either way. Put it on Facebook. See what happens. <laughs> it's true. True. This did go on eBay, so maybe I need to switch it up. <laughs> All right, your fines. Yep. Let's see what we got. Okay, this here vintage champion sweatshirt. Uh, it's from the Shamrock Classic, 1996. That's when uh, Notre Dame plays Navy okay. every year. Um, so. Have you ever seen uh, Champion does a reverse weave? I think it's what it's called. Uh-uh. You'll see it on some of their tags. Apparently, it's some something that they came up with in okay. the late 80s or 90s or something. And it's the way they weave the clothing together. But it's supposed to be very durable. Okay. And it sells for a little bit more than some of the other stuff. Gotcha. Anyway, this is that. Everything's embroidered on the front. Shamrock Classic, Dublin, Ireland, all this stuff. So it's, it's a cool shirt. Uh, and it's vintage Champion. Everybody loves Champion these right. days. So... Um, no comps on this. I've got this in Smithfield or Lagrange, so I only pay like two or three bucks for it. There you go. And since there's no comps, and since it's a very specific, it's a pretty rare shirt, you right. know, 
I put it at a hundred bucks. All right. Uh, it's got a couple watchers. So I'm pretty, I was like, let me just see. Right. Probably get some low ball offers. Nobody's going to watch it. It's too high. Can always go down. I can always go down. But now the fact that people are watching it, I'm like, okay, yeah. I think I made a good move here. Uh-huh. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's a good one. All right. Next up. <clears throat> what is this? If you had to guess, what would you think that is? Well, I read the title. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good thing I'm going to describe it. And I actually don't know a ton about this type of stuff. Um, Jenna's brother, uh, my brother-in-law, Stephen, he, uh, he's a diesel mechanic. So sometimes he gets parts in and out okay. that uh, came off tractors or were supposed to go on a tractor like leftover supply. Right. Anyway, this is a Hitachi um, display monitor for a John Deere. Okay. Got the box. It was in bubble, like how like it, how it came. Right. But on the screen, it looked like maybe it had been installed at yeah, some point. Yeah, I can see like a little it's scratch a few, or something. Yeah, it's in really good shape, but it has a few little scratches. I have absolutely no way to test this. Right. But he tells me the parts that he gets either, I don't know what why they come off tractors or uh-huh. whatever, but he's like, yeah, it works. Like, All right, cool. I'm not going to test it. I'm going to take your word for it. And I don't think even something like this wouldn't work because it's more like you plug it in and something else powers it right exactly it doesn't have its own power so um anyhow brand new these things on ebay are going for about 15 to 1700 so this isn't actually my find it's in my store he brought it to me it's gonna get split but i got it for 800 on there and so i mean (laughs) if i sell it for 800 it's gonna cost me 10 to ship it yeah uh we're gonna have like seven hundred something dollars to split, so it's gonna be a good one. If it Dang, sells, if it sells, I have, I have other John Deere parts he's brought me that have not sold. Right, and I don't know if eBay is the best place to be posting these so, things. But interesting timing. Last <laughs> week I just watched. Uh, I may have talked to you about this already. Right to repair. Mm-mm. So there's this act that they're trying to get passed in Congress, and it has to do with fixing your own stuff. So like Apple phones, their newest phone to replace the battery, it also has to have a software fix. So mm-hmm. I can't replace batteries anymore. Right. Same thing with John Deere parts. If you went to put this part in a tractor, you'd have to take it to John Deere to do it just so they can tell the software to recognize it gotcha. as the part. So there are workarounds, like there's hackers and stuff that sell workarounds. So it might take a while just because you have to find somebody that knows what they're doing enough. Yeah to replace it so but it made me feel a little better when i put this on there that i saw other ones listed only brand new ones so no used so you might be you might be in a good spot i might be i think i might be in a good spot and i I don't know if it has watches yet i just posted it like a day ago okay so we'll see what happens but man it's big money eight hundred (laughs) dollars i didn't pay for it it's free (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's get into the First up, this is a vintage, and you will know us by the Trail of the Dead t-shirt. Is that a band? Yeah. Okay, I have <laughs> no idea. They're, they're from Texas. Okay. I found this in the Bass Shop Goodwill probably a month or so ago, two bucks. Uh, sold it for 30 And okay. I, I got two uh, t-shirts of the same band, but this was like their original logo. So this one sold pretty quick. Yeah. What kind of music? Uh, I think they're a rock band. I've never listened to them. I've just heard the name gotcha. quite a bit. Yeah. When I'm out with Colton and I find band shirts, he knows so many more like metal <laughs> bands. And I mean, I know stuff from the 80s and 90s. Right. 
And I'm like, Colton, who is this? He's like, oh, you don't want that one. All right, cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who this is. Maybe bad to listen to me, though, because I'm snobby <laughs> about music. So. And then the big one. Okay. Batman. The Batman Forever t-shirt. Vintage on the giant tag. Paid two bucks for this in LaGrange. Sold for $99.99. Yeah, yeah. This one was not single stitch, correct? No, it was, it was not. late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, I think it was like mid-90s, but it was, uh, I think like the more expensive shirts were double stitch. Yeah, they got to the point where they were doing that. Yeah. Uh, and it says Batman Forever on the back. And I had actually, I was telling Wesley, I'd sent out offers probably three weekends in a row, anywhere from 60 to 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And nobody no responses, <laughs> but then somebody bought it full price. So yeah, even better. Can't beat that. Sometimes you gotta just be patient. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, your fine sales. My sales. This here is a cricket personal electronic something. <laughs> I don't uh, even know what it I is. I think they're vinyl cutters. Yeah, it's like it makes stickers or stencils mm-hmm. or something out of it. It's kind of it's a big printer basically. Right. It's got a keyboard on top. Everything. I bought this over a year ago at a at a Goodwill. I think Cutto. Okay. And I didn't even know what it was when I found it. I just knew it, it looked interesting. Right. And so I got it home and I was like, hey, Jenna, you know what this is? She's like, yeah, I always kind of wanted one of those. And I was like, all right, well, I got one. You can have it. And she pulled it out and she's like, yeah, I'm probably never going to use it. But right. we did test it. Mm-hmm. Everything worked. It was missing a few things. Um this was used, obviously, right. but it was only missing certain things that are not, you don't need them, right? but it's stuff you might want. But you can buy Cricut stuff used, brand new, still at Hobby Lobby, all mm-hmm. these different places. So easily able to add the things that you might want. Um, I paid 20 bucks for this a long time ago, <laughs> and I did my first promoted listings uh, about a week ago. And I just did it on some of my higher priced items. Yeah. Uh, at one percent. And I'm not sure if the promoted listing helped me sell this or if it didn't, because I waited a couple of days after I did the promoted, it didn't sell. Then I dropped it by ten bucks and it sold. So one of the two things helped me sell it. Right. But either way, I paid twenty four, it sold it for eighty five. Cool. So not bad. It's a good <clears> one. <throat> I'm excited about this one. Are you? <laughs> I'm throwing y'all a curveball this week. This is not an amazing sale. But to me, for some reason, it is because I purchased, I went to a guy who was a previous Amazon seller, and he was done with the business. He was selling uh, mobile, um, like little shops you see on the side of the road, little barns and little tiny homes. He was doing that now. He didn't have time to do Amazon anymore. So so my cousin went to buy a, a barn, Aaron went to buy a barn, Yeah, and somehow or another, I got brought up. And he's like, yeah, I'm an Amazon seller. He's like, oh, I got a cousin. He's like, maybe he'd be interested in buying all your stuff. Right. So I did. I went to Elgin, opened the dude's garage. It's full of inventory. Mm-hmm. I think I paid two fifty for the entire garage. Right. Uh, and it was filled with tons and tons of different things. This was one of the things. I had uh, close to 100 packages of these portable dog bowls. They're there. like collapsible. Yeah, they collapse. They got a little carabiner on them. So you can walk your dog. You got your little water bowl or... Right. Or you could take it for kids for camping, whatever. There's two in a package. I had about a hundred of these, and I've been selling them on eBay since then. Right. And I would probably sell one to two a month. 
you know, it was taking me forever to get through this inventory, which not a big deal. Right. But I was only making like three bucks mm-hmm. a piece, right. you know, so not a, not a crazy margin, but <clears throat> this is the last one ever. <laughs> we had our barn sale and a reseller came up and he's like, Hey, uh, would you take 25? And there was probably 50 packages of these in there. Right. And kind of crazy of me to be like, yeah, I will. But I was honestly done selling these dogs. You had already made tons of money. I made money on them. I've taken them to markets and sold them here and there. And I kind of just, it's time to move on from the dog bowls. (laughs) So I sold about 50 of them. I had like four left at the house. Yeah. That just somehow got scattered. So I bumped my quantity down to four. They all sold actually pretty quick. Like within a month, I had sold four. And it's the last one. Dog it's, bowls. It's done. Done. It's That's why over it's in my sales of the week because <laughs> it makes me happy. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes happiness is worth more than money. That's right. All right. Well, uh, let's see. What's, well, I guess this will come out Friday. So this past Wednesday, the part two of our Sourcing Weekend videos came out. So those are both out now. And then this coming Wednesday, we're going to have the book sorting video coming out. So check that out. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. You can find my store on eBay at Beers Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin zero four two zero or Westmart Unlimited. And Wesley was telling you to give a thumbs up on yep. this video, please. Give us a like, please. <laughs> comment. Send us some comments. Yep. yep. Subscribe. We appreciate you Turn tuning in. On notifications. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never said that before. Give that a shot. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Oh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Resale Brothers. I think that's it. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It's all the resale brothers. Yeah, yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. (laughs) See y'all next week. Buy low, sell high, y'all. Amen. (laughs)